Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. You really don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I just feel that someone who's close to us probably, you know, did did that. Ain't nobody outside finna just take no two kids at an apartment. We all know that. And I feel like even if it's good news or bad news, you know, we still need to know the news. Even if it's bad or good, we still need to know where the art or if it's anybody's anything. We need, we just need to know basically, not if it's bad or good. We just need closure at right. the end of all this. You know, you know, the, the quiet moments I have, I just think about like um, how life would have been if they were still here with us, how they can eat with us. I think about how my kids could grow with their aunties, or if Tiana would have kids, our kids plan. I think about how we could have been driving together, going out together, eating together, you know, because like I say, I only grew up with her. That's it. You know, I didn't grow up with my other sisters. And that hurt. 20 years since the disappearance of two young girls from Chicago's Oakland neighborhood on the south side. Yeah, in 2001, the story of Diamond and Tianda Bradley made national headlines as police followed hundreds of tips to try and find them. But to this day, that case remains unsolved. There has been a possible break in a Chicago missing person case that's more than 20 years old. Diamond and Tianda Bradley were three and 10 years old when they went missing in 2001. Now a woman is claiming that she is Diamond, who would be now 25 years old. This is Diamond Bradley. Can I see your score? <laughs> she still have that score. The infamous double disappearance are the largest missing persons case in the Whitney City's history. And today, the family members who has never given up their search for their loved ones said they hope this could be the breakthrough they needed. Now, the woman told the aunt that she recently escaped from whoever was holding her against her will. At the time that three-year-old Diamond disappeared, she had a scar on her forehead from an injury. This woman has a similar scar in the same area. We did reach out to the FBI, but they are not commenting on this ongoing investigation. Tianda Bradley was born on January 20th, 1991 in Chicago. Tianda is described as being shy with strangers and loved to run track and dance. Tianda, she like dancing and she like ran her bike, but dancing was her favorite hobby, you know? Yeah, just, she used to do a lot of stuff. Like she used to always be in gym, gymnastics. She always used to come in first place. She loved double dubs, she loved dancing. And she was just the outspoken one of us all. Even me, you know, I was the, we was laid back and she Tianda was an older sister. Her younger sister, Diamond, looked up to her. Diamond was born on November 25th, 1997, also in Chicago. Diamond is described as timid, but loves to talk. Diamond was a pretty shy kid around strangers, but uh, around family, she was like a little Tasmanian devil running around. Tianda, she would always have Diamond on her hip like a little grown woman walking 
Through the house with her. Diamond loved her sisters, and Diamond and Tianda were inseparable. They would go everywhere together, even play together. The two sisters shared a very close bond, according to reports. Tracy Bradley is the sister's mother. Tracy is described as a very hardworking mother who is just trying to make it by working hard to support herself and children. That early morning in July, almost 20 years ago, was just another day for the family. Tracy went off to work a short morning shift not far from her home. Tracy, like normal, continuously checked on her daughters. However, she became suspicious when she didn't receive an answer after calling repeatedly. Tracy was only gone from home for less than six hours, but by the time she got off her shift and returned home for work, her daughters were nowhere to be found and has never been heard from or seen again. Good afternoon, I'm Antonio Moore. And I'm Diane Burns. Now, there are no suspects, no new leads, and no clues to where Tianda and Diamond Bradley might be. I talked to Tracy Bradley about her pain and a dream that haunts her, yet offers her some hope four years later. My kids that uh, has been missing, you know, for uh, four years, and it's, it's kind of hard. It's, it's very hard. Summer is the toughest time of year for Tracy Bradley. It was four years ago today that her daughters, Tianda, 10, and Diamond, just three, vanished from their apartment in the Oakland neighborhood. Bradley says whoever took the girls also took a huge piece of her heart and her life. In your heart, though, you must wonder who would want to hurt you. I don't know, and it just hurts a lot, you know, and it's going to continue hurting until they return. According to reports, Tracy's boyfriend, George Washington, arrived at the apartment around 4.30 a.m. on the morning of July 6, 2001. Roughly two hours after he arrived, he drove Tracy to her job at another apartment complex where she helped prepare breakfast and lunch for the residents. Rita and Victoria were at Tracy's mom's house where... They had spent the night. Diamond and Tianda were left home in Tracy's apartment with the same strict instructions their mother always gave them. Don't go anywhere or open the door to anyone. The family claims Tianda called her mother at 8.17 a.m. and left her a message asking if she could let someone into the apartment. She said it was a male and used the same first name as Tracy's boyfriend and a close neighbor, although the girls would typically use a nickname for the neighbor instead. Who was at the door? If someone was at the door, no one really knows today. That voicemail was mysteriously deleted according to records. However, phone records indicate Tracy called the home more than three times between 8 and 9 a.m. after that call, but her daughter did not answer, which was unusual. At roughly 11.30 a.m., Tracy returned home from work. Usually, she would find her daughter spread out on the couch watching a show or playing a game. Unfortunately, that day, the living room was silent. Tracy then found a note in Tianda's handwriting on a lounge chair, which stated that the girls had planned to go to the store and a nearby school playground. I just remember uh, my mom coming to pick me up, and she told me, like, uh, have you seen Tianda? I'm like, no, she like, Tianda had wrote a note. I got there, I seen the note, and I was like, maybe they just like went to the park or something and they was gonna come back, but like they never came back, so. 
This note was the first of several perplexing clues in the case. The family members have said that the grammar and spelling of the note seemed too perfect in advance for someone Tiana's age. Rita, the oldest sister, says today that it was her sister's handwriting, but quote unquote, we never in our lives wrote a letter for our mom and the girls all knew not to leave while she was at work. That day, Tracy made a flood of calls to neighbors and family members. Her sister Faith picked Victoria and Rita up from their grandmother's house, and soon the entire extended family was searching for Diamond and Tianda. They searched and searched and searched for hours, but nothing. Just before 7 p.m. that day, after looking with family, Tracy called police to officially report her daughters missing. By that time, they had been gone for at least seven and a half hours. Luckily, the Chicago police responded immediately, which eventually led up to being the largest missing person search in Chicago's history. And see, what people don't realize is it's been 21 years, but to us, we're stuck in 2001. Their mother, Tracy, left their Chicago apartment with her boyfriend in the early hours of July 6th. When she returned home from work around 11 a.m., the girls were gone. A note said they had gone to the store in the park, but the family says the note seemed off. Well, for one, Tianda would not have written a note. Tianda would have called her mom's cell phone. A massive police investigation followed by air, water, and along the railroad tracks. Canine search teams went through empty lots and more than 5,000 abandoned buildings. It was the uh, largest manhunt in Chicago police history. The department threw all the resources they had at the, uh, at the investigation because of the age of the children. Who would have known that those children were in the home alone at that time? Not everybody would have known that. Local volunteers showed up to help comb the streets, empty buildings, and sewer systems for any signs of the children. Interviews were conducted by investigators, including the questioning of nearly 100 registered ex-offenders in the area. Tracy's boyfriend, George Washington, was also questioned, and he claimed that after he took Tracy to work that day, he never returned to the apartment. According to reports, Tracy and George had always had a complicated relationship. According to Oprah's network, who did an exclusive on this story. George denied paternity. However, not long before the girl's disappearance, Tracy demanded that George take a paternity test. The results came back in just three weeks after Diamond vanished. He was her father. Many people suspected that George could be responsible, especially after finding out other questionable things. In the days leading up to July 6, George did something very out of character. He wanted to go on a camping trip with Tracy, Diamond, and Tianda, even though the group had never been camping before. On July 7th, the day after the disappearance, receipts indicate that George bought a package of 42-gallon contractor bags, garden gloves, and a pair of protective gloves. When police searched his home several days later, there were five bags missing from the roll, and the garden gloves were not found. Neighbors said that they had seen George burning something in a 55-gallon drum and several others noted they seen him loading it into the truck of his car and returning 45 minutes later. George later denied that these events took place, but FBI reports note evidence of charring on the beams of his garage. 
They also found the blanket containing several hairs later determined to belong to Tianda. They did, Marnie. They said that that car belonged to Tracy's boyfriend. Tracy is the mother of the two girls. Now, they say that hair could have gotten in the trunk a variety of ways, and there was never enough evidence in this case to, to name that boyfriend as a suspect, Marnie. George was taken into custody and questioned, but according to police, George took a lie detector test and passed. Tracy was also questioned, took a lie detector test and passed. Some people in the area were blaming her for leaving her children at home. Bradley, a single mother of four trying hard to make ends meet, was at work. Now, aside from her grief, she's had to withstand the subtle and not so subtle accusations that she somehow was to blame for the girl's disappearance because she wasn't home. I was going to work, be trying to make money, you know, to survive for me and my kids. Pay rent, like gas, you know what I'm saying? So any parent would do that. And then there were days of questions from police. I went through the, um, the process and everything, you know. Um, lie detector test. Test, okay, I passed it. You know, but I was questioned for 72 hours in there. Bradley says she hopes someone comes forward with the real answers, if not for her, for her other two children. She said family occasions are bittersweet. I kind of feel the other two left out, you know, because they are not around. And I could have shared the same moment with all four of them. The uncertainty has taken a toll on Bradley. I can't sleep because I'm thinking about them every day. They're out there somewhere that they just don't know where they are. When she does sleep, Bradley has this recurring dream that does give her hope, but it also breaks her heart. The only thing I will ask Tiana, where's Diamond at? She said, Mama, take you. I'm going to take you there. And we're about to go. The dream just constantly go away. Eventually, the search would expand to become one of the largest misapersis search in Chicago's history at the time, including involvement by the FBI and a tip line that brought 824 tips, none of which went anywhere. Unfortunately, when the terrorists attacked the World Trade Center and the Pentagon just two months after the Bradleys' disappearance, media attention for the girls disappeared. And so did most of the leads. Weeks turned into years and now the family has entered a zone in which it's even painful to speak. At this time, some believe that the girls were taken by someone that they truly trusted. It's just that we need closure. We need to know what happened to our cousins or our relatives. It, it gets hard after a couple of years. You know, the first years are the, the hardest, but then as it goes, it gets harder and harder. Um, basically, just we need closure. That's it. That's, we need to know what happened to our girls. I mean, there's so other, so many other cases have been getting solved over the years that ours is still a cold case. That we don't know what's going on or what. Now I know that you all have said that this may be the last year that you do the anniversary vigil. Any particular reason why? Well, um, there have been some new developments in the case that cannot be controlled to the public, and it may be for some um, safety reasons that can't be controlled. That I think maybe we should go uh, private more so than public. Now, that doesn't mean that we will not be 
fervently still searching for them. But um, since I'm more in close contact with the developments of the case, I have reasons to believe that uh, soon someone will probably be arrested. Okay. Um, and how long have you known about these developments? Um, since January. Since January. Since January. Okay. And you, I'm sure, discussed you know some of this with your family. Is it a great feeling of hope? Is it cautiously optimistic about it? Well, I can be optimistic about it, but then when you give in the fact that it has that it has been ten years, um, a lot of people would probably think ten years has been a long time, just like my nephew was explaining. But for me personally, it still feels like yesterday. So I have to remain as vigilant concerning uh, the search for them, but at the same time, I have to maintain the integrity of the investigation. And again, since I've been more in close contact with the private investigators and the uh, cold case unit, I have reason to believe that maybe a more private approach should take place at this time. But. Um, I think we're still undecided as to whether or not if we should actually go, go private because we wouldn't want to miss an opportunity to get the word out about them while at the same time, you know, someone holds this information and feel uncomfortable with bringing it forth because of, you know, the overwhelming media support. Okay. And they would be 13 and 20 uh, pretty much at this point. If they were walking down the street or riding past in a car, standing on a bus stop, would you know them? Would you say, oh, that's definitely Diamond, that's definitely Tianda? Well, there had been a possible, with the, uh, well, over the years, like, for example, with the MySpace girl, mm -hmm. um, I strongly had believed that it could have been her based upon some facial characteristics. But again, we were not able to obtain a DNA or to totally rule her out as far as the family's knowledge, but the FBI reassured us that it was not her. Um, I believe that we would know her, well, Tianda <coughs> specifically, because she's older and there's a kindred spirit. We would know your, your own. Okay. 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 Now, as far as any rewards? I know that there's been published reports that the reward uh, for information about the girls has been like $30,000. Has that changed? No, that $30,000 will, will remain there and possibly increase. Um, that has not resolved or anything. And there still is a $30,000 reward <coughs> for any information leading to the whereabouts of Tiana and Biden. And I think that the more that the public are aware of them, more people, especially with networking places like Facebook, MySpace, and some of the other larger networking groups, um, they're getting more attention. So I believe, well, I have mixed feelings about it because I believe that the police department knows who they should already be going after. But that's just my personal opinion. Okay. And is there the website still active? For people uh, to go for information? At this time, currently, it's not up, but it's still active, okay. but it's not up and running. 
Okay, okay. So photos, I mean, is it up for people to still see photos of Diamond and Tianda? Not at this current time. Okay. <clears throat> because I've been, using, uh, I've been utilizing the social networks more so. Because it actually spreads faster with the uh, social networks. And what is the Facebook page? allegedly left that right. night. Okay. Just doesn't sit well with you. Okay. And have you talked with the mom Tracy? Oh yeah. Okay. Actually, she's more active, more active than uh, previously. Okay, and will she be at the vigil this evening? Yes, she will. Although the case does not receive the same media attention, several provoking leads have surfaced over the years with dozens of women claiming to be the missing girls. Some even reached out taunting the family, giving them false hope, almost joking about the manner. Fast forwarding to 2023, another woman is claiming to be one of the sisters. In the video that surfaced earlier this week from a dark parking lot in Houston, someone is heard saying, here is Diamond Bradley. For this one, this here one with Diamond one. Bradley. This is Diamond Bradley. Can I see your score? <laughs> she still have that score. Although several women have claimed to be the sisters over the years, there's one thing different this time. Unlike the others, this woman has submitted a DNA test to the FBI and underwent fingerprinting with the agency. The woman in the TikTok video claims she was trafficked and does not know what happened to her sister. At this time, the family is awaiting the DNA results and so is Chicago. Good evening, new at 10, a possible breakthrough in the missing persons case of the Bradley sisters, last seen in their Bronzeville home in 2001. Tonight, a woman in Texas claims to be Diamond Bradley, who was just three years old when she disappeared. I got to see in this video, I'm looking at this video like, what is this? The girl's great aunt, Shalia Bradley Smith, is speaking of a 20 second TikTok video. This is Diamond Bradley, can I see your score? where someone in Texas was claiming she was Diamond, the youngest of the Bradley sisters. When the woman contacted the aunt, there was hesitation. Look, um, I'm not the police, call the police. Over the years, listen to how many people have claimed to be the girls. We've had about 12, but easily dismissible. But the young lady making this claim this did something no one else has ever done in nearly 22 years. I've never known or experience somebody so eager to tear down the doors of the FBI to prove who they are. So that gives me a different dynamic of hope. Shalea says Chicago FBI agents contacted her and informed her they took a DNA test and fingerprints from the woman. The DNA shall tell the truth. 
The young lady told the aunt she can't recall much, including the whereabouts of the oldest sister, Tianda. She said, well, I, I, I kind of remember her, but I remember we were in a car. Then one day I woke up once they got us to the place where we were or wherever we was living. She said, I've never seen her again. As the family waits for DNA results, the aunt is comforted knowing Chicago waits just as anxiously to bring the Bradley sisters home. Especially Chicago has embraced these girls and they have not forgotten. And I thank them. I thank everybody. On the FBI website, there is a reward up to $10,000 for information relating to the girls' whereabouts. Unfortunately, no further updates have been given in this case. The family just hope this lead leads to somewhere. If anyone has any information about the disappearance of the Bradley sisters, contact Chicago Police, contact the Chicago Police Department, the FBI Illinois, or the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children.